0: Welcome to the Becoming Titans podcast. I'm Russ Yeager, founder and CEO of Body Transformation University. I help busy business owners and executives get a beach-ready body without killing themselves in the gym hours every day, giving up the foods they love, or taking away time from their family or business. I believe putting your health first is the most important thing you can do to propel your business and financial success, ignite passion in your relationships, and to live a happier, more fulfilled life. Stick around to the end of the show, and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing inspirational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go.
1: Welcome, Lars Helgeson. So glad to be here. Uh, You are green rope, and uh, I am excited actually about this topic because it is something that every business owner needs. And it's uncomfortable for people who are well-established to change CRMs. And it's very difficult for new businesses to get a CRM, understand it, and start operating it. I think it prevents actually being a smaller business, small to medium business, getting a CRM. It's a real struggle to learn it and get past that real discomfort. But you guys help them tackle that.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me, uh, Rosemary. Um, It is, it is great to be here. And I think one of the big things that small and mid-sized businesses struggle with really is about understanding their business process, really understanding it because so many businesses are run through informal ways where, you know, somebody that knows how to do something, they know how to use their software. And um, a lot of times it's undocumented or it's someone that's been there forever and people just sort of either unconsciously or subconsciously know how it all works. The problem is when different departments have to access that data and use it, and then, as a business scales, that can be really difficult too. Where you're trying to move information from various different people, and you want to have documented process, and what happens for for in case of data loss or breach, or you know something crashes or whatever. Like, there's a lot of things that can go wrong in a business, and um, so
1: frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I've
2: been through a lot of them. So, um, you know, that a lot of what we have built has been around how do we simplify the way a business operates and put everything into one system.
1: What made you start this? Is it because you started your own business and had to create your own crm? What was the process of that?
2: yeah, it's a good question. Um, we started as an email marketing company and we learned a lot from our customers about what they really needed and because it's easy to build an email platform and send it out and and you know you can see who opens it and who clicks on it and everything. But the real challenge for businesses is what do you actually do with that data? What can you benefit from in knowing what people are doing with your messaging? And so once you, once you start figuring out the data interoperability problem, it sort of goes down this rabbit hole of, well, now you're talking about marketing, then you're talking about sales, and you're talking about customer service, and then you're talking about maybe event management or account management, then you have HR. Like You start uncovering all these different things where people need to access data in these different silos or different departments. And they need to have it accessible and shareable and usable, but still be secure. And it turns into this really complicated problem. And so what we realized was that most businesses really struggle with trying to solve this problem because it's not easy. And it's not what the business does. I mean, if you ask anyone who runs a small business, how many of them have someone on staff that's a CRM expert? And probably very few. Because (laughs) because people are focused on doing their thing, whatever it is that thing is. And so um, we wanted to create a platform that would be easy enough for a smaller, mid-sized business to be able to come in, manage their sales with sort of the the what you think of as a CRM, manage their email marketing with uh, marketing automation and multi-channel management with social media and texting and phone and video and all these other things. Wow. Um And then also have the customer service aspect of it, where you have people uh, interacting with your team through chat or opening support tickets, or you may have email that you use back and forth. So being able to pull all those pieces together into one system. And the real problem is that a lot of businesses, especially really early stage businesses, don't know what they don't know in terms of how complicated that is. What happens if you pick the wrong software? How much data can you get separated off in its own little world and then somehow have to try and get access to? And so we want to break down all those barriers with a software platform where everything is all in one. So depending if, if you're a salesperson, you're in the same system as the email marketing person, as the web analytics person, as the web building person, as the customer service person, those are all the same people using, or the, the same software in use by all those different people, just interacting with it in a different way, which lets that system pull that data together and actually make it usable. So if I'm a salesperson, and I have a lead, I can look up, I can see all those interactions of all those different channels in one place.
1: That's a lot of stuff. And just listening to it stresses me out as a business person. <laughs> well, <laughs> and yeah. I know that it stresses yeah. a lot of entrepreneurs and business people out because there, there a lot of like entrepreneurs I know have this over here and this over there and this over there. So they have all these different systems and it sounds like your system puts it all in one place, but then it's overwhelming at the thought of understanding it and, and learning it. But I saw on your website that it that you guys offer a training program, which I'm like going, that's really nice.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, it's important to be able to know how to apply software, especially because everyone's business is complicated, right? I mean, the things that we do, if they were really easy, we probably <laughs> wouldn't make that much money off of it. Um, and so the, but the idea is if you get, if you fully understand your customer journey, meaning that you take the customer from the very first Time they interact with your brand, so maybe they see an ad that you put on on social media or on pay per click, or they SEO, they visit your website, or, you know, whatever. Maybe they meet you at a trade show or, a, I mean, a virtual trade show, I guess nowadays. But <laughs> all these all these different ways of interacting with you, how do you bring them through that sales process and then turn them from a lead, nurturing them into a customer, and then turning them into an advocate? How do you take someone? Or a business, if you're selling to businesses, how do you how do you bring them through that journey? And likely you're gonna to touch a lot of different elements. You're gonna to touch the marketing side, you're gonna to touch the sales side, you're gonna to touch customer service. So as they as someone moves through that that process, you want to have the same system tracking all that data so that you can look at someone and say, okay, I know, I don't know where we met them, I know who talked to them, I know what they interacted with. I know how to how to get them excited about what we do. And then after they become customers, I know how to follow up with them and what, to, what messaging to send them, that personalized experience. And so you cannot do that effectively if you have a disparate system where you have different software. Like you were saying, a lot of people are used to having maybe one system as a CRM, maybe something else for their email marketing, maybe something else as social media management, something else doing customer service calls or ticketing or, you know, like all these different platforms. And then you got to figure out, well, what am I going to do with all of that? So, you know, the customer service people may love their software, but if that data doesn't get in the hands of the salesperson, the salesperson has no idea when they pick up the phone to talk to a lead, what their experience has been with customer service. And that's a big driver of the sales conversation. So what we want to do is make that easy so that all the data is shared automatically they don't have to worry about. And and it's not necessarily just a green rope thing. I mean, our platform does all of this in the same system, but when it's more of a strategic thing for a business to take a step back and think about if I'm a business leader, whether you're a manager, an owner, C-level, whatever, you have to understand the entire customer journey to make your business run. And if you can do that with one piece of software, whether that's us or someone else, at least have that map, have that idea of how all of those pieces fit together.
1: I would imagine it would help you also make projections on your sales, being Mm -hmm. able to see all of that, and then how quick you could, um, what's my word? I lost it. (laughs) You know, just expand. You're able to plan and say, okay, if we can do this this month, then we can project our sales to be, this mm-hmm. big within the next six months, and you know, challenge your salespeople to push a little harder, or get on new salespeople, add more to your company, so you can increase your profits.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Forecasting is a big part of business <laughs> modeling and business business management. You know, whether you're in sales or you're in marketing, and and a lot of a lot of that has to go back to uh, to figuring out like the the predictive analytics side the the mathematical side of what's happening in your business and so when you talk to a lot of people about marketing automation and sales automation sales enablement oftentimes they think purely in terms of web and email But the reality is the relationship is much broader than that. You have social media interaction. You've got phone calls, potentially text messaging. You have people interacting with you, maybe on a chat. Having all of that data pulled together, that's where the power is for your business, both in creating automation and exactly what you were talking about with forecasting, being able to see where are we going? Are in six months, can we get to this place? What's a reasonable target for my salespeople? How well are they performing? Who are my better and worst performing salespeople? And how can we help them with sales enablement tools? Um, you know, or you can set up automated automated workflows and things to help them communicate with leads to help them be more efficient so they can focus their energy on the things that they do best, which is really human relationships.
1: So What was the biggest lesson that you learned? Um, You've been doing this for 18 years?
2: About 20 now. Yeah,
1: 20 years. Wow. So he's got 20 years experience. Lars, dude, you know what you're doing. And you're switching it up from old school marketing to bringing it into new school marketing. What is the difference? And what's the biggest lesson that you learned during these 20 years that you wish you want our audience to know and learn from you?
2: So the the biggest thing, and in, in, in the common term that you'll hear nowadays is digital transformation. Um, and it's, you know, it's especially cognizant, or what, what's the right word I'm looking for? Um, poignant, maybe? Um, the right, the, of the because right now with the pandemic, you know, it's changed right. the way we do business so much.
1: In a good way, I think.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more remote work, um, you know, it gives people a lot more flexibility. Um the challenge, of course, is that you have to make sure that you really understand your systems and you have a good way to hold people accountable if they're not performing. You know, it's very it's very tempting if someone doesn't work well with someone looking over their shoulder, they go home and, you know, they can kind of hide behind numbers or whatever as a way to sort of escape that accountability. So as a business owner, of course, we want to avoid those kinds of people or at least hold them more accountable so that they perform better. So you have to have the right tools to be able to do that. But the most important thing, the most important message is as a business owner, as a leader, you have to be able to take that step back and look at how your business operates. I mean, way back, I mean, this is the term has been around forever where you say, you know, working on your business instead of working in your business. If you can take that time as a leader to figure out All those pieces of your business and get in front of a whiteboard, get in front of a piece of paper, use a mind map tool, use a, we have a tool called journeyflow.com where you can go in and, and do this mapping yourself, but understand the entire customer journey and all the touch points. And do this from a really high level. You don't have to think about a particular individual or anything, but you think about what happens when someone first learns about your brand. What do you want them to do? Do you want them to go to your website? Do you want them to go to Amazon? Do you want them to go to um, your social media page? I mean, what, what are you trying to drive them to do? And then from there, what do you want them to do? And what happens if they don't do that? If you have enough information, can you follow up with them and help them through that process? And so you think from the marketing to sales to customer service, and account management, and, and all of these things will be different for every single business. So there is no one size fits all. There is no magical bullet. There's no easy button that does this for you. If you're a business owner, this is what you do. And you have to make sure that once you understand that, you pick the software that matches what you do not the other way around. A lot of times people say, well, I know of this big CRM name or I use this big marketing software or whatever that everyone uses or is really great or somebody recommended. And they pick the software and then try to figure out how to make it match what they need the software to do. And it's completely backwards because then they're trying to, it's the square peg round hole thing. If you do it the other way around. And anyone that's done any work in software and, and requirements now, systems engineering, it's all about understanding your requirements first. Once you really understand that, and then you look at a functional analysis of how do I meet those requirements? How? And then you pick the tools to do it. So it's a it's a it's a multiple-step process. But as business owners, it's up to us to take that step back and think about. How do we actually, how do we go through that process? Defining the requirements, figuring out what needs to be done to meet those requirements, and then actually finding the tools last.
1: When a business signs up for your your, um, product, do you guys help them with that?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, you know, like we were saying before, they don't, there's no CRM expert. That's just, you know, hanging around on staff usually, you know, <laughs> no, so, <there's> not. <laughs> and, and if you go online, you're like, oh, I need a CRM consultant. They're going to charge you hundreds of dollars an hour. They're very expensive. And they all come with their own perspective, right. which is natural and normal. But and and this is part of the challenge is that if you ask 10 people, what CRM means to them, you'll get 10 different answers. So whether someone's worked in a giant company or with a certain piece of software or how it's been used by the members of the company, there's, they're, they're always going to be a little bit different. And so we really try to help take what they, they want to do help a customer go through that process of understanding what it is they need to have done, figuring out how to apply that, and then making sure that our software fits what they're looking to do. And so we don't have a hardcore sales process with our business. It's very consultative, so if someone comes to us and they say, well, "I think I need a CRM," we'll ask them first about what their business is, and then make sure that what they're looking for we can actually do. And most of the time we can, but it's it's a, a matter of making sure that we're not trying to be something that we're not. And I think that's a big problem with a lot of businesses that try to be everything to everybody and so and, and which any software can be but you got to throw a lot more money at it. So we want to make sure that it's, you know, the, the real benefit of having an integrated platform is not having to do all those integrations and setting up and managing the software and the business becomes much, much easier if you have that right tool. And so that's, that's what we try to do when, when someone comes to us, you know, it's not a matter of, you know, how can I get you in this CRM today? Um, It's a (laughs) a matter of, you know, we've worked with so many businesses, we want them to feel comfortable and know that once they understand their business process, that we can support that whole business process easily and cost-effectively.
1: So I see beautiful pictures behind you, and I know that you travel. How did you build this business while enjoying the traveling that you like to do?
2: So it's always been remote, it's always been virtual, Um, and our our whole company is distributed. So you know, there's we use our own software to manage our own business, which makes it really easy. So we have an integrated project management tool right within GreenRope, and so we use that. We use our own support ticketing system. We use our own learning management system that's built into GreenRope. Uh, we have all of our own marketing automation. We do our own CRM. Like so, all of those things—the text message marketing, the call management, and call routing, and transcription, and recording, and attaching to customer records—we do all of that. Um, and so, if we can do it, and we are able to support our I think we're over twelve thousand users now. Um, actually, I think we're closer to fifteen thousand now. So, but it's if we can do that with a team of twenty people, wow. Then, then other businesses can leverage the same kind of technology.
1: So, when you create this biz, create this system for them, do, do you train their employees? You train them. Does one person operate it in their business? What does that look like for a business owner?
2: The answer is always, it depends. Um, You know, sometimes you have very heavily sales loaded uh, organizations where you have the sales management and there's a lot of structure and automation around sales enablement um, and really supporting them. And other times, you have companies that are loaded heavily towards the technical side, maybe manufacturing or, or software development. So, we have clients in every industry around the world. Um, so, from manufacturing to marketing agencies to consultants to um, the Tournament of Roses, we got government clients, um, universities. So, you know, it's it's a really broad swath of different ways to use our platform. Um, and because there's all so different we have to help them understand how to make that translation from how do they work to what do they use to actually accomplish what they need to accomplish. And so it's always different, um, but it's really um, we, I I really, our our team loves the challenge um, because we get to learn about how many other businesses, how they operate and what's important to them. And and we help them. Oftentimes um, it's a revolutionary change in a good way for a business, as opposed (laughs) to sort of a minor evolutionary change. Um, because, you know, the main goal is to get, oftentimes we'll replace five, six, seven, eight different pieces of software.
1: Wow. That's incredible.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, it's when you're able to do that, there's always going to be a learning curve, but on the other side of that learning curve is all of the automation and the insight and the the ability to keep track of all those elements of the customer journey in, in that one system.
1: So how long would you say that it takes from a person to come in and being a new client of yours, getting their CRM system up and running and then running smoothly in their business? What's the average? I know it's different because it depends on the size and the complexity, but what's the average do you find that people um, before they get comfortable with the system and it starts flowing for them?
2: Yeah, that's a that's a interesting question because it is so variable depending on the business and how how much how many people use it um, and how technically astute they are. There are some people that come to us who uh, who have a who don't really have a technical background. We've got one client whose um, his teenage daughter runs his business for him, so she's the, <laughs> she's the expert. Um, she started. He's with, lucky. Yeah, yeah, she's that's uh, some cheap
1: labor right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, right, right. So. But, you know, I mean, we have users that are everywhere from 13 to 63, um, you know, and so it just, you know, we've got consultants. I mean, it. and so if it's a very small business with simple process, I mean, we can get people up and running in a matter of a week or two. Um, wow, that's large, impressive. Yeah, large organizations, of course, because they have more users and their processes are generally more complex, it can be a month or two. So um, it just depends um, on how much do they want to automate, how complex, how many users. And so, um, you know, and sometimes if it's a really large organization, like some universities, they take more than that just because there's there's a lot of internal politics that need to happen, um, especially if there are ingrained, embedded people with their own software that don't want to give that up. Um, sometimes it takes a little more time to convince them. It's okay to let go of your baby and bring that into the CRM. Um, so, <laughs> it, um, but, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a process and, and they're always very different, but that's why the, the consultative approach is so important because we don't want to come in and drive and say, no, you absolutely have to do it this way. We want to listen and then make recommendations set something up, see how it works and, and adapt and evolve because that's how you, that iteration process is how you make it work the right way. Um, Anyone that comes in and tells you, I know the answer, I can fix all of your problems with this CRM tomorrow with my standardized plan is not going to do it right. Um, It's just, businesses are just too different. There's too many personalities, too many different types of ways that people market and sell and support that you you just don't, there is no one size fits all.
1: Right. So where can people get connected with you and um, how can they learn more about greenrope.com?
2: I'm on LinkedIn. So just look up Lars Helgeson on LinkedIn. Um, But yeah, greenrope.com, our website has all the information. We've got um, social media channels on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Uh, We have a Vimeo channel that's got lots of uh, video content on there as well. Um, And we've got Hundreds of hours of video and and ebooks and all that other stuff. And if you want to really put yourself to sleep at night, I wrote uh, <laughs> CRM for Dummies, um, and that's on Amazon. So the from the for Dummies series. So uh, <laughs> it's uh, that was it took me about a year to write, but uh, but I I think I put some good stuff in there. If you want to, if you're interested in learning more about CRM,
1: I'll have to check that out because I always like a good read that puts me to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sleep <laughs> is
2: important. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, thank you, Lars, for being on Becoming Titans podcast.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Rosemary.
0: Rush Yeager here. Thanks so much for listening to the Becoming Titans podcast. If you're a successful business owner, entrepreneur, or executive, consider your company as having a true purpose and would like to be a guest on this program, please visit com forward slash apply. And hey, if you got value out of the interview today, I'd be so grateful if you simply would share it on your favorite social media platform. And if you know someone who would be a great guest for the show, tag them on social media to let them know about it and include hashtag Becoming Titans. I love seeing you guys posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. So to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and really mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more about what I do, go to RussJager.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, all under my name. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome day and we'll see you next time.